All right, have at it. I guess we have some breaking news today. What What about Connor? Uh, did, he, did he tell you yesterday? Yeah, uh, I met with Connor, and uh, they request he and his father requested a meeting on Wednesday, and I met with him Wednesday afternoon uh, before practice. And then uh, uh, he came in yesterday uh, to inform me that he would be uh, – He'd be uh, transferring at the end of the first semester, so uh, uh, I we, we weren't going to release it until this morning due to the fact that we wanted to make sure uh, uh, he had an opportunity to uh, uh, you know go over the release with with Chris and his staff, and, and he was able to do that this morning, and then we released it before the the press conference today. But yeah, he he will be he will be. Uh, not playing, no longer be a part of the team. Still, just like the release said, still be a part of the. Receiving academic assistance, and, and then he'll make a decision uh, where to attend in the in the uh, uh, spring semester. Playing time. Well, you read the release, yeah. and and, and uh, the release pretty much speaks for itself. Uh, uh, you know, it wasn't anything that that we wanted to have happen. Just like I said, he was part of our, our future plans, and certainly uh, we anticipated him playing a much, much, much uh, larger role this year. Uh, uh, but still, yet yeah, this early in the season, you know, it's yet to be determined what role everybody's going to have. So, so, uh, but we knew that he would definitely be part of our rotation and, and certainly uh, be playing uh, significant minutes. Uh, but, but, uh, uh, you know, he, he and his family felt like that it was in his best interest to pursue other options uh, uh, for, you know, reasons that I'm sure were very true and very valid to them. Can you explain that? It said two and a half years in the release. Does the clock start when he rolls this semester? Well, see, what the deal is, you get – he would have to set a year and a half to get three back. So so if he were to transfer at Christmas and you set a year, he's already played one and he'd be missing half of next year. So so basically – or really not a half. He'd be missing a third of next year. So he so really he's going to get about two and two-thirds uh, uh, uh you know, as far as number of games played, uh, uh, you know, if, if he becomes eligible uh, next next uh, year, right after the uh, fall semester is over, so that's that's the reason why. In order for him to get the full three, he'd have to set a year and a half. And and you know, I don't want to speak for their family, but they told me that was definitely not going to be the case. You have numbers, obviously. Yeah. But how does this affect other guys having to step up? Well, you know what? It, it's we were going. Somebody's going to get left out. We we we've got seven good perimeter players and and really to be quite candid with you there hasn't been a lot of separation uh you know kind of you know sometimes you you hope there's separation so well, we definitely know there are three best perimeter players and we definitely know these are the two best guys off the bench and there hasn't been that yet we I was going into it thinking we had to we had to you know find a lot about our team and find out which five the seven you know would probably be in our our serious rotation and and uh you know Connor uh, as of today, would have definitely been in in, in that, uh, without question. But but you know we also don't know about our team. We don't know how Kelly's going to come along, Devonte, and how Sfee's going to come along, and things like that. So there's a lot of unknowns on the perimeter. But what what it does, we've lost a good player. We lost a a, a, a fine young man. Uh, we've lost a, a, obviously a, a very good shooter. But we may have also gained. Uh, you know some chemistry issues, where where now I think guys will be more locked in and more able to probably figure out 
what their role will be because they'll be definitely be anywhere between 10 and 20 or 10 and 23, whatever minutes there would be to go around amongst the other guys. During the regular season, you talk about your staff and how they um, scout games and how they do scouting reports and stuff. How do you guys get ready for exhibition plays? Um, is there a difference or, or kind of? Well, I don't. Well, uh, this is no disrespect to Washburn, and I'm sure it's the same way with them with us. Is that there's not a scout report. You know, we we, we can watch last year's into last year's season games to find out what's going on. But I don't know what Bob's going to do and. And to be quite candid with you, Bob doesn't know what we're going to do. Uh, he has a pretty good idea because we don't change that much from year to year. And to be honest with you, they haven't really changed that much either. But uh, So we'll have a general feel. But I would say most of the scout reports will probably be uh, uh, more personnel related, uh, uh, you know, because you can watch the players that were here last year and tendencies and that stuff. But, you know, that that's not something that we're going to – and just like they're not either. They're not going to spend a ton of time on us right now. It's, you know uh, – one of the advantages you have if you don't play at a place like ours where you don't play two exhibition games, you can actually go scrimmage another team of, of, of a high major team or what a mid-major team and spend all day in the gym. You can do it for six hours and go over situations and things like this. And even though this will be a game situation, but it'll also be more of a practice type situation than, than, it, than it actually is a, a game, I bet, for both teams wanting to look at different combinations and how to, how to, how to uh, maybe uh, experiment with some different things. What can you accomplish out of an exhibition game? Is there anything going in as you get set for the game? Oh, yeah, there's a lot. You know, lights, uh, uh, situations, uh, uh, you know, playing with uh, the, the clock, even though we play with it in practice and don't don't take that like we don't do that. We play it with it in practice, but it's, it, it's not as much under game situations, uh, 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 meaning like when we, when we play uh, – Usually we're able to get a shot quicker. You don't feel pressure of, 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 of a situation, uh, uh, you know, getting the ball in bounds in different areas of the court, uh, team switching defenses, how you respond if they're trapping the post or if they're not or this or that. I mean, there's a lot of different things that uh, uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, we can work on to get better at without question. And, and uh, um, I think, I think in, the, in the years past, and hopefully it'll be the same this year, I think we've benefited from our exhibition games. I know Washburn, they almost beat us. We were preseason two in the country, and they played us to six one year. And so, I mean, Bob always has a competitive team. So I, I anticipate this being a, uh, you know, a, a competitive game and, and, and one in which I'd like to see how our guys react to the lights. <clears throat> Real candid. It's good to play. You know, in, in practice, you know, we haven't put in a lot of stuff yet, but whoever's guarding the person knows exactly what the guy's supposed to do with the stuff that we do have put in. And it would be nice to be able to see how, how it kind of works uh, with somebody that maybe uh, uh, hasn't scouted this as well as what you know the the guys guarding each other do in practice every day. Phil, it might have been this the case anyways, but you're going to need Devonte from the from the start of the season. Right? Yeah, you know what? I, I uh, you know Devonte is going to be a guy that's going to challenge for a starting spot. I've said that all along. I don't know that Devonte's quite ready for that yet. Uh, uh, but I think that he could be a guy to challenge for a starting spot. That doesn't mean he will, but he's going he's gonna to be in the mix. But certainly now, you know, you're looking at we had, we had in my opinion, we got, we got Devontae's probably the purest point. Frank's kind of a scoring point. Connor's kind of a shooting point. But neither Frank nor Connor are true points. I mean, they're, they're one and a halfs or whatever. Devontae's probably the truest point. Uh, and I said we're going to play two little guards 
majority of the time. Well, it may not be the majority of the time now. It, it, it may be, it'll be some of the time they'll play together, but obviously you can't play them together all the time because we only have two little guards. So uh, I think Wayne Selden can become our third point guard, though. Is Frank noticeably better? Frank Mason? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a lot better. All the guys have gotten better. That doesn't mean we're going to play better better together uh, early on. But, yeah, they've all improved individually quite a bit. What do you like about Frank this camp? Well, I, I think Frank is uh, – uh, he, he understands a little better. He's, a, he's a, probably playing with a little bit more freedom, uh, not thinking as much. Uh, and uh, which in this particular case, that's a good thing. I mean, we want them to think, but we don't want them to slow down thinking. And sometimes that's the case. But I, I think that Frank is a much more aggressive. He puts pressure on people. How defensively, what do you see the potential this team to measure up to your defensive standards? You know, uh, Dave, I thought going into the season we'd be uh, uh, have a chance to be a terrific defensive team if we could just defend the rim because we don't have a shot blocker like we've had in years past. Uh, uh, I haven't quite seen it yet. I, I haven't quite seen us being good defensively yet. I, th I think that we're going to be okay. I think that we have potential to become very good. But this three weeks into practice, I would say that that uh, uh, we're not where we need to be in that area. Have potential to be a much better defensive team than last year. But we had a guy last year that could erase mistakes. This year, we don't have a guy that can re erase mistakes like that. So even though we could be much better defensively, when when breakdowns do occur, it could probably put us more jeopardy than what it did last year because of Joe. But I, I do think we'll be better than we were last year. But, you know, to me, that's not saying a lot. I thought last year's defensive team was soft and, 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 and you know, by previous team standards didn't, didn't match up very well at all. How has Wayne improved since last season? I think, he's, I think he's in better shape. I think he's healthy. You know, he's got more bounce. Uh, uh, he's definitely much more aggressive. You know, Wayne, Wayne is uh, – um, even though Perry's the, the biggest veteran we have, and even though Jamari's a year older, Wayne feels like this is his team more than anybody else's, which is a good thing. I mean, that's a good thing. So I think his leadership role's, you know, much more advanced over last year. Where last year he's just kind of fitting in. This year I think he's taking more of a leadership role. Still a lot of depth. You envision a lot of guys playing a lot. I mean, well, we've only got 11 on scholarship. That's the least we've had that I can remember. Uh, in a while, maybe when Ben and Jamari set out, maybe we only had eleven. I, I can't, I can't remember. But we've got eleven good players still. But and and talent-wise, are you going to spread out the minutes for the exhibition? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to try to win. So, so. Uh, uh, but I, I hope it's a situation everybody can get some minutes where we can actually look at some different combinations. Yeah, that would remember, be the goal. Sorry, coach. Can you remember having so many options at each position? I feel like you're pretty much deep everywhere you look. Uh. Well, you know, there's a lot of times coaches go into the season thinking they're really deep. And then after the game start, you realize, whoa, we're a lot better if this guy stays in a lot longer than putting that guy in. Uh, and so, you know, I thought that there's years that we were really, really deep and, and end up only playing seven or eight the majority of the minutes. And I don't know how it'll play out this year. I, I still predict that eight will play the majority of the minutes and then you'll have a ninth and tenth as a fill-in. Uh, but who those eight are may change from time to time. But... Uh, uh, I do think it's the, at least that I can remember, it's the deepest team that we've had. I, th I think players, uh, if you're going to rank our players 1 through 11, I don't know if we've ever had a situation where we had players in, like in the, the 9, 10, 11 spots, regardless of who they are, that would be as, as uh, 
uh, I don't think we've had teams where th those guys are better players at those respective spots than what we have now. I think so. I, I think this is as many good players as we've ever had on our team. I just don't think we're top heavy with the the so-called nationally acclaimed type players like we've had in the past. As far as the perimeter, what do you think about Green and uh, Speed's chances of impact time? Oh, they're. I'm telling you, on the perimeter, we got six perimeter guys now, and there's going to be sometimes where Kelly or Wayne are going to play the four. You know, we said that all along. That may be adjusted a little bit now, but but uh, uh, so I, I think we got a, you know we've got 120 minutes to go around amongst those guys, and some guys are going to play more minutes, but I, I see them all having an opportunity to play ample minutes. I do. Yet, no, I don't know. I actually did know until uh, uh, yesterday. So, uh, but I don't know right now. Was a guy usually the freshmen say they're nervous even for exhibitions? Was a guy like Williams even nervous? Oh yeah, yeah. An Andrew was really nervous. Of course, Andrew was nervous at late night. Uh, he said that's the most nervous he's ever been until probably opening night uh, two nights ago. But, uh, uh, but yeah, all the guys will be nervous. And, and, and hopefully there'll be a great crowd. I'm sure there will be. And, and I think it'd be great to see how the guys react. But, you know, it, it, some guys are gamers. Some, some guys, we don't know how they're going to react. You know, some guys are great practice players. You get in the games, maybe they get tight. Some guys don't practice that well, and they get in the games, and all of a sudden, wow, I haven't seen that the whole time in practice. So, uh, you know, you want everybody to, to play like you practice, but, you know, every coach knows that's perfect world. That doesn't always play out that way. So uh, I'm excited to see how these guys react. Well, I think I think uh, if you're gonna, I mean, this freshman class could be really, really, really good. I mean, really good. Uh, you know, in that same realm as you know Mario, Brandon, Micah, and and, uh, and Julian. I mean, we could be that way. But that, if you remember right, that freshman cast, Mario and Julian didn't play till after Christmas. Micah transferred to Christmas, and and uh, and uh, Brandon was the only one that played a lot early. So so even great recruiting classes like that take time. I I, I think that this this class you know may take some time, but but uh, I do think that it's going to be a really good class, really you good coach, class. You coach the individual players differently, knowing guys like Andrew Wiggins are only going to be around for one season compared to some other players. Probably not, not a lot differently. You know, I talk to them differently as far as hey, you know. This is what you want. Well, if this is what you want, we have to do certain things to get you prepared for what you want. Where maybe other guys, you go a little slower. But but it's not from a uh, uh, what we teach them. It's more from a mindset standpoint. Um, you know, it, it's it's you know taking taking a guy that that is a, a terrific talent, but he's never had to carry the load or be the alpha dog and things like that. There's there's things that you have to try to encourage them and force them to do that may be a little different than somebody that you think, okay, being the seventh or eighth man this year, that's perfect. And then you're going to grow, and then you can step in and have a bigger role next year. So, But it's more mental than it is actually what we do with them. Is Wayne the alpha dog? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And Frank, you know, and and, uh, and Jamari. I think those three, would I, I would say, would be the, the three biggest alpha dogs we have. And coincidentally, they're probably – they're, they're – uh, uh, you know, probably our you know three most aggressive guys, and and then uh, Devonte has a has potential to be a great leader though. 
which I guess you could make an alpha dog out of him, at least say he is, but I haven't quite seen that aspect yet. Uh, but I do think from a communication standpoint, he's very good for a young kid. Is there anything in the start of practice so far that you've seen that said, I'd say that we're a little behind uh, right now, in, uh, three weeks in. You know, of course, I, maybe all coaches say that. And, and plus, the way the rules are now, you know, we start earlier, but we've got to take days off, it seems like, every other day, you know, to make sure we get enough days off before uh, the first game. But, but uh, I, I, I think our retention is average. Uh, I think our athletic ability is, is very, very good. I think our length is very good. I think we shoot it, you know, better than we have even though, you know, that always remains to be seen. But there's, there's a couple of things that I, I think that we struggle with in that we don't, we don't make the game easy right now. We, we make the game harder than what it is. Uh, uh, we, some guys should be driving it when they should be passing it. Some guys are shooting it when they should be driving it. I mean, we, we're, we're just not quite on the same page yet. And I, I think all teams are probably like that uh, uh, for the most part this early. But we play like we've only been practicing for three weeks. Where most teams you have, if you have – substantial returning guys you know that team that we had in no way they've been together for two years I could just they could run practice the first two or three weeks and we'd be better off and, and but this team's a ways away from that because I thought last year's team stunk uh, you know starting the season and we go play pretty good early on against Duke uh, uh, so you know you don't ever know but but uh, but certainly this team's got a little ways to go before we're ready to play Santa Barbara for sure is it still whoever gets it brings it? Yeah, that's how we've always played, yeah. Well, that's not how we always play it. That's not how we played last year. But this year, yeah, whoever gets it brings it. But in the past, you had some great point guards. Eh. Dating to Illinois and everywhere. Do you feel like those two guys are going to have some of those qualities? Oh, yeah. Devontae reminds me of Aaron Miles. And, and uh, you know, Frank is, is – I don't know if anybody reminds me of Frank. He's he's unique. Uh but he's certainly aggressive. Frank's as good a score as we've had back there, probably. You know, maybe kind of a D Brown type, maybe. But uh, uh, but I, I certainly think that uh, those two guys will be very good. <coughs> but it does it does hurt our depth at the point? You know, if one guy were to go down or get in foul trouble or something like that, then then obviously we'd have to adjust how we play. Where, where's Cliff right now? What areas would he need to make the biggest? Shot? I think Cliff has done great. I just think he needs a lot of reps. You know, him being out the whole summer didn't help him at all. Uh, and so he's a little bit behind just with simple things. I mean, whether it be pivoting or being able to fan the ball out of the post, just things that he's never had to do because he just caught it and just mauled people in high school. And and you can't do that, obviously, at this level. So, so uh, uh, and, you know, I'm worried about Cliff because I think there's a chance that, you know, he could surpass uh, Jeff Graves and, quickest five fouls in the history of KU basketball or whoever one of our biggest foulers were. Um, so so I'm, I'm Tariq. You know, Tariq last year would be a great example. Uh, you know, Tariq averaged more fouls and rebounds and points there until Christmas. And, and, and uh, you know, Cliff has that same potential to do that. Uh, um, but when he gets it, he's going to be really good. What about Kelly, too? Yeah, Kelly, Kelly's just experience away. Kelly can do some things you can't coach and, and then – uh, do some things that you you think, oh my God, you know Kelly, you know, just stay between your man and the basket. You know he's he can play great defense and get a steal and a run out. Then the next time when the shot clock's running down to three, he'll go gamble and miss and give a guy a wide open shot. I mean he, he's he's uh, uh, you know he's just got to kind of figure it out. But but uh, uh, certainly a talented kid.
Washburn just down the road, and do you, do you just like the fact that you have a good relationship with Chip and all the camps and all that stuff? Yeah, well, Chip is great. You know, Chip's been doing, what, is this his 30th or 36th year? So, so obviously he's old. Chip is really old. Uh, uh, but no, Chip, Chip is great. We have a we have a very good relationship. He's been very good to our our players over time, and and uh, he always uh, uh, you know represents uh, represents you know the school and everything in a first class way, and and is very thankful that that uh, as the other schools are too. They have a relationship with Kansas, so that we do this every other year with each school in the state. So. Uh, yeah, Chip, Chip is great, and uh, certainly I hope this helps his team too. Uh, you know, they had a very good team last year. What, what was their record last year? Like seventeen to ten. Seventeen to ten last year. So, so, uh, and I think they have four starters back, or, or three and a half back, something like that. So, you know, and I, I haven't got into all the scout report stuff yet, but, uh, uh, but I, I certainly totally respect Chip. I think he's a terrific coach. In visiting with the students yesterday for an hour, did you learn anything? Did I learn anything visiting with students for an hour, taking selfies? I didn't learn a lot. Uh, uh, huh? They tell you anything that was interesting? Well, I didn't talk to them that much, uh, but but probably yeah. I mean they they were really nice and friendly, and and uh, it seemed like to me that the more that we uh, more often we purchased their lunch, the friendlier they got. So so uh, I can't imagine them being that way at all. But. No, they were great. They were great. That's the first time I've been to the underground uh, up there on campus, and it, it was it was a happening place there for a while. So um, I met a kid from the Ukraine uh, uh, that Svi didn't know, and he didn't know Svi yet. So maybe I can forge a relationship there. But uh, uh, it was nice to hang out with the students. So they 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 uh, uh, they seem excited for basketball season. What's been the feedback about Monday night uh, nationally, locally, and everything? Well, I, I think you know, based you know, I, I don't hear so so. Uh, uh, based on the little bit that I've read, it's been been nothing but positive. Uh, based on the the calls that the administration has received, uh, Sean, I, from what I've heard, been nothing but positive. Every everything is you know thumbs up. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. What what how other people viewed it, but everybody that I've talked to, you know, I went to a couple of Royals game and everything, and there seemed like to me there was a thousand people at the at the Royals game that actually came up and said, you know, what a great event it was, uh, and I, I I think that people felt good about it. Uh, one thing that I was remiss in saying is, you know, I, it's it's pretty cool of our administration to allow us to do that. Uh, uh, you know, you stop and think about it. That that was a very time-consuming thing for our administration, whether it be through liquors department, or through Lee's department, or through the ticket office people, or through Sean and Shan and whoever. That that was a, a time-consuming thing, and to think that there's actually no financial benefit to doing something like that, uh, I, I think speaks volume of our administration to allow us to do something that was able to create goodwill and, uh, of course, uh, uh, significant dollars for various charities. So. I'm very appreciative of that, but I th I thought it was first class. I, I don't know that I've been around anything cooler uh, than that. You know, there are our our fiftieth. I mean, our reunions that we have are unbelievable. The hundred fifteenth year, the hundred ten year, the hundred five year that I've been a part of, and I would say uh, that the other night may have topped anything that I've been a part of since I've been here. Coach Williams personally thanked you for the way you, the way you handled that, and it's, he brought all his assistants. Could you tell it was a big night for him? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a big, it was a big night. Uh, 
and certainly uh, it was. A, but you know what? Um, rightfully so, because Roy's first time back, people focused on him. But it wasn't a bigger night for him than it was Ted, and it wasn't a bigger night for Ted than it was Larry. It's a big night for everybody. It's a big night for me uh, to be a part of something that's bigger than 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 uh, than what. Uh, uh, any of us are as individuals and that kind of that to me that was the thing about it, it was humbling uh, uh, that first video yeah, that was a pretty humbling video uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything better but to to speak specifically to Roy I think that Heath was overwhelmed and very very good about what had happened but you know but he received so much attention because his first thing but trust me it meant a lot to 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 all those guys that came back and I think it meant something to the assistant coaches that came back as well and to ex-players I mean everybody's a part of it it was a it wasn't a night for an individual it was a night to be a part of something that's 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 huge and and, and the night was about Allen Fieldhouse to me at least in my estimation more so than it was any anything else coach could you comment on the uh, on the run that the Royals had and as a sports fan yourself, the ability—it's kind of fun to have that reminder. The ability for a surprise yeah. team to kind of unite a community. Oh, it was—it was awesome. You know, it's—you know—I I think about this all the time because because I, I, I went to several of the games late, went over went over uh, 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 several playoff games, and and uh, you know, there's no Missouri fans, and there's no uh, KU fans, and there's no K State fans. There's just Royal fans. And I think the Chiefs would be the exact same way. And to me, that's what was cool. Uh, I actually took several pictures with Mizzou people. Uh, uh, I didn't want to, but but uh, uh, but I, but you know, but everybody was pulling pulling the rope in the same direction. And I think it did galvanize the city or the community, uh, outlying community. And and I, I also think this, and you know, not not being an expert in another sport, but uh, could a bunch of young kids represented their city or, or, or play any harder or have more fun doing it uh, than what those guys did uh, they ran up against one guy that's really good and 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 uh, and he may be the best that postseason's ever seen but uh, but uh, those guys were great and it's heartbreaking to think that you're 90 feet away from from tying a, a game and 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 uh, you know that kind of stuff and and but I tell you what I I don't know if there's anybody that didn't feel like they got their money, money's worth supporting that group of guys. All right, Cody. Thank you very much. Thank you, Cody.